Welcome to From First to Home. I'm your host, Scott Harris, a fan of both life and baseball. In each episode, we'll round the bases together. We'll start in the batter's box reviewing baseball history in the 95 Mariners, and then proceed around the bases from first to home, covering the 2021 Mariners and life lessons along the way. Come on into the stadium and grab a seat wherever you'd like. Gotta admit, I'm a little giddy right now over what's going on in Seattle with the Seattle Mariners late in the season of 2021. Pretty exciting. Well, here in episode six, it's never quit time. They can't beat you if you never quit, right? Have you ever thought of quitting only to have something amazing happen when you didn't? Did you believe you would overcome the thought of quitting? Wow, belief is a powerful mindset. And do we surround ourselves with like-minded people? Let's step into the batter's box and throw out that first pitch. Looking back to mid-August 95, the Mariners were in third place in 12 games behind the division-leading Angels with a 54-54 and record. The playoffs were out of the picture, really, and winning the division would probably take a miracle this late in the season. In a game that some say was the start of the Mariners' title run, Junior, nine days after returning from his wrist injury, blasts a two-run home run off Yankees closer John Wetland with two outs in the bottom of the ninth to lift the Mariners to a 9-7 win. It is the first walk-off, a term not used yet, home run of Griffey's seven-year career. The Mariners will go 25-11 the rest of the season, while the Angels, who were once 64-38, go 14-28. The Angels would have won the division just winning four out of ten games. (laughs) September 24th of 95, and my last game I attended in person of that season, it was Tino's time to walk it off. Maybe the greatest in a long line of exhilarating victories, the Mariners thrill a kingdom crowd of 46,714 with a wild 9-8 win over Oakland. On Tino Martinez, two-run homer in the ninth off A's relief ace, Dennis Eckersley. It was Tino's second home run of the game. On his broadcast, Dave Niehaus calls it perhaps the most incredible game in their history, and 46,000 fans are losing their minds in Seattle. Tonight, I guarantee you, it will be sleepless in Seattle for everybody who was here today, including me. The Mariners now lead the AL West by two games with six to play. I was one of those 46,000 fans losing my mind, running up and down the Kingdom ramps. A double Martinez to go, please, we all kept yelling. God, get chills right now. Come on, Mariners. After the Angels sweep a four-game series from Oakland and the Mariners drop three of their last five to blow a three-game lead, the M's and Angels, tied at 78-66 and 66 with their records, meet in a one-game playoff at the Kingdom. Dueling the man he was traded for, Mark Langston, Randy Johnson retires the first 17 batters he faces, strikes out 12, and goes the distance in a 9-1 victory that puts Seattle into the postseason for the first time in club history. We're going nuts! The game's signature moment occurs with two outs in the bottom of the seventh, with Seattle clinging to a 1-0 lead. When Luis Soho clears the bases on a broken bat cue shot down the right field line, 
Soho secures his own legend status by coming all the way around to score on Langston's wild relay to the plate. Everybody scores was Rick Riz's call, I would say, from home to home. Let's move down the line to first base. In this episode, I thought I would share my daughter Amber's love of the game. She loves the game so much that she won't let me quit playing softball with her. I did decide not to play fall ball this year, and she was not pleased at all. She even pulled out the only child card and said, I'm an only child. I have separation anxiety. (laughs) That's pretty funny. And I have the same feeling. We do have fun playing together and tracking the Mariner games from the dugout all summer long. I love that she's a Mariner fan and true to the blue. My hope is a Mariner's World Series ring in our future. I love you, Amber, and I look forward to every trip to the ballpark. I'm not crazy about the stadium name, so I rarely, if ever, use it. How about Mariner Stadium? I'll go with that. Wow, I made it through that without crying. <laughs> well, let's steal our way over to second base and see how the 2021 Mariners have been rising over the last two months of the season. See us rise. In mid-August, we were in third place, 10 over at 66 and 56 and five and a half out of first play. We finished up August with a 15 and 13 record, playing well enough to start the playoff buzz. Heading into the last month of the season on September 4th, we moved past Oakland into second place at 74 and 62 and now five and a half games back at first. On September 24th at 85 and 69, the team just completed their longest winning streak of the season at six games, holding on to second place and now four behind Houston. In September of 95, the Mariners had a seven game winning streak. Man, how the similarities. The wild card has come into play over the final month of the season, and we're rising in the standings, chasing the Yankees and the Red Sox for just one of two spots. In September, we passed the Oakland A's and Toronto Blue Jays as we climbed And as of this recording, we're just a half a game back in the race with three games to play on the last weekend of the season. I can't wait to be at the park on October 3rd with my family, the last day of the regular season and the final game of a three-game series with the Anaheim Angels. The best news going into this series is Anaheim has already announced that Shohei Otani will not pitch again in 2021. Wow, thank goodness. As he hit 45 home runs this year, and he's 9-2 and two as a pitcher with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. And most of the comparisons all season have been to Babe Ruth. There's no place I'd rather be than the ballpark with the playoffs on the line surrounded by my family. Here's a fun and utterly meaningless statistic. Only Willie Mays in 1954 has hit more home runs with 41 after missing an entire professional season than Mitch Haniger has in 2021. Hanniger tied Ted Williams, who in 46 hit 38, and it was also Mitch's 100th home run of his career. He's definitely in the comeback player of the year conversation. A couple more things on my mind about the current Mariner team. The Mariners will finish 2021 beating the A's 12 consecutive times over the season, and it's the most wins in a row ever over a team with a winning record in each of those games. And this streak played a significant role in passing them in the division and in the wild card race. One specific game during the streak was on September 27th. The A's jump out to a 3-0 first inning lead, and it felt like the M's may have just run out of gas. But oh no, here we come. We score three in the third, five in the fourth, three again in the sixth, and finally two in the seventh. 
to score the most runs of the season with a 13-4 win. The team finished up September playing 13 days in a row, winning 11 of those games. How can we not believe after an 18-8 and month of September and the fifth winning month of the season? May was the only down month at 13-15. and 15. I would love to see Ty France become our next Edgar Martinez. He is such a professional hitter. And Kyle Seeger is having his best season as a Mariner in 10 years with 35 home runs and 10 ribbies going into that last weekend of the regular season. I've already mentioned how well Mitch has played and how deserving he is of that comeback player. And C.J. Crawford is a spark plug leadoff hitter and gold glove shortstop. The pitching this season has been great with the bullpen about as good as it gets. Out of the pen, Paul Seawold has flat out been nails and nearly unhittable. He has pitched in over 60 games. Reliever Casey Sadler set a Mariner record of scoreless innings pitched in a row at 26 on September 28th in a win against Oakland. With our 88th victory of the year, we have won 44 at home and 44 on the road. And after a series sweep over Oakland, we stand at 89 and 70 and a half a game out of the wildcard race. Come on, boys, you can do this. All right, now it's time for baseball funnies and baseball quotes. Hey, as a Seattle fan, What's the difference between a rain barrel and a bad fielder? One catches drops, the other drops catches. (laughs) What is the best advice to give a young baseball player? If you don't succeed at first, try second. (laughs) I couldn't hold it in. That's kind of funny. Mickey Mantle said, During my 18 years, I came to bat almost 10,000 times. I struck out about 1,700 times and walked maybe 1,800 times. You figure a ball player will average about 500 at-bats a season. That means I played seven years without ever hitting the ball. Babe Ruth said, Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Wow. Kind of like the same with life, right? Don't be afraid to fail. It's how we learn. Have you tried anything 10,000 times and then kept going? Gather lets hook slide into third base, the final weekend of the season. I mentioned earlier, I like to attend, at minimum, the home opener in the last game of the season. I like the buzz of the new season and how anything can happen to the final game of the regular season with the possible playoff implications. Everything the game and life throw at us along the way from March to October. The highs and lows. Competing daily to be our best. The wins and losses. Errors and how to overcome them. And celebrating with those we love. Loving the game and loving life. From that first week in the spring to the last week of a 162-game season. In 1995, the M's fought to the end. Refused to lose. And here in 2021, the M's are fighting to the end. See us rise. Proof of that is the team is 33-18 and in one-run game. They do have a minus 48 run differential, but as Scott Service, the manager, would say. But our fun differential was about plus 90, so we're going with that. Never quit having fun. Never quit having fun. Let's finish rounding the bases and bring it on home. 
The team chemistry with this 2021 Mariner team is obvious. They love the game. They compete hard every day. They're learning how to win together, precisely like the 95 squad. Having young rookies coming up and Logan Gilbert, Jared Kelnick, and Cal Rowley, all players that are contributing late in the season during a playoff push, that's invaluable experience. Are we learning how to win together in our own households? Hey, real quick, high five the person that is sitting next to you. They're sitting next to you for a reason. Celebrate that. <laughs> Standing back on the home plate after going home to home, just like Luis Soho in that 95-1 game playoff against the same Angels we play the last weekend of 2021. I can't wait to see what happens next. Never quit. This will bring episode six to our final out. Thanks again for tuning in. Apologize in advance if I was a little giddy. I just, I can't, we're off today. It's the last off day of the season. And then we go into this three game series. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe to your favorite podcast and send me your favorite life and baseball stories. I, I love hearing them. I just love to hear the passion and everybody's stories on the memories that come up over the years or how it's maybe affected your life. Share this podcast with somebody that loves both life and baseball. I appreciate it. And of course, I appreciate you. In the next episode, we'll see how the last weekend of 2021 went against the Angels with the playoffs on the line and the amazing 1995 playoff run. Until then, from first to home, life lessons and baseball stories, all the best to you. Go Mariners.